Hi guys, welcome back once again to Somewhere in Horror. My name is Justin, and as, and as always, I am your host. Today, we're talking about the film Cobweb. This movie came out in July of 2023. Uh, July 21st to be exact. And I know I'm late to the game, but that's nothing new here. Um, so... We're going to be talking about the cast, the story, and my overall thoughts on everything. Um, the movie stars Anthony Starr from uh, from The Boys as well as Banshee. Uh, Lizzie Kaplan, who was in the second season of Castle Rock. She played Annie Wilkes. Uh, Cleopatra Coleman from films, well, actually, hold on, let me double check, yeah, she was in Infinity Pool, and then she was also in one of my favorite shows of all time, which is The Last Man on Earth, Um, and then this new kid, not so new, um, but still kind of fresh, his name is Woody Norman. Surprisingly, he was in The Last Voyage of the Demeter. That's kind of where I recognized him from, but the British accent in Last Voyage of the Demeter kind of threw me from this. And Alan Dubin, who has been in movies such as Tammy and the T-Rex. Kind of really cool. Um, so... Yeah, pretty good cast. The story uh, synopsis is young Peter is plagued by a mysterious constant noise from inside his bedroom wall, a tapping that his parents insist is in his imagination. As his fear intensifies, he starts to believe that his parents are hiding a terrible and dangerous secret. Um, coming into this movie... The trailers kind of do show a lot of the parents. I believe there was one scene of the girl's voice. But in in this film, the child, uh, played by Woody, is named Peter. The parents are Mark and Carol. And... Cleopatra Coleman plays Miss Divine, which is his teacher. He is a young kid going to school. He's very isolated. Um, A good basic uh, comparison to a different film character or story character is uh, Owen from um, Let the Right One In. Because, or Oscar from Let the Right One In, Owen is from Let Me In. But yeah, Oscar from Let Me In has kind of the same personality. He's very nervous, um, holds back his personal feelings because he's bullied constantly. He's very alone. Um, And... 
for Peter, his big problem is he has a wild imagination, um, as children do, especially in dark settings. Um, so part of him does want to just kind of go with the same idea of this is fake. This is all in my imagination and I don't have to worry about too much, but as, as everything gets closer and the reality sets in, he does have to worry and there are th- secrets that are being kept in the house. Um, I believe that this film is very well done and it's very, very dark. Um, considering this, this poor kid is being manipulated into having to do some pretty insane things. And being so alone and so scared all the time makes you kind of susceptible to doing whatever anyone tells you to in certain aspects and having to resort to certain things um, and usually resorting to violence. But being alone and isolated can make you do the craziest things. Um, You later find out that it's not really all in his head. There are secrets that are being kept away. And one of those secrets happens to be a girl. Um, this voice is so pure and innocent and so nice to Peter in the beginning. She is a fragile voice, but she has dark intentions that it takes you a while to figure out why she's doing what she's doing. But when it's kind of given away, it is like, oh, oh shit, this happened. And it gets you really like nervous for what is to come. I think the way that they executed everything involving the girl is phenomenal. Um, I, I like the manipulation tactic of being scared until she's not. And the reveal of her is very interesting. Um, I'm not going to get into spoilers, but the way she looks is kind of ridiculous. Um, and certain aspects are a little hyper like a little overdone. Um, There are things about this character that are very believable. And then there are supernatural things at play seemingly with other aspects, because let me tell you, she, she's interesting. Um, There's not too much gore. A lot of this story revolves around paranoia and the psychological aspect of horror, um, especially the unknown darkness of the people that are supposed to be taking care of you, and the dark possibilities that lie with being vulnerable in front of these people. Um, Very much in the same vein of 
discomfort and evil kind of brooding as Randy Quaid was in the film Parents. I won't say, I definitely won't say they're the same because the intentions turned out to be true in one case, whereas the film leans a different way in this case. Um, That's all I'm going to say on that aspect, but it's a great film. And it's definitely worth the watch if you have the time. It's an hour and a half. Um, and it's very, it uses its time very wisely. I think it's sometimes rushed in certain aspects. Um, but f- overall, I think this is one of those films you can get behind and you can watch and have a great time, especially if you go in blind, you're going to enjoy this film. Um, if you don't, if you're not going in blind, you're still going to love this film, but you might find it a little campier than original, uh, than originally. Uh, but the only aspects I didn't like were the limited screen time of our main true villain, Um, and I didn't like the abrupt end, um, because it, it had really good pacing up until that point, and then it just kind of wanted to end as a film. It's kind of tacky, and it's kind of not great especially i'm not saying it's one of those films that's probably going to get a franchise out of it but the idea was so solid that it could have had different stories or different spin-offs but because of the rushing of this story which is totally a shame um there's no possibility of that still i will say this film gets a solid 4.75 not four and a half and not just plain old four, 4.75 out of five stars for me. I loved this movie. I rented it on YouTube for like $6. But after seeing this film, this is a film I want to show my friends. I want to show anyone that wants to listen to me recommend any horror novels or books or films, which it's a film, not any of those. But I loved this film. I'm going to kind of schmooze about it to anyone who is willing to listen. And in this case, it's whoever listened to this podcast today. Thank you for coming. Um, next week, I'm going to be talking about another film that I'm a little late to the game on, uh, which is called The Angry black girl and her monster. Um, I fucking love Frankenstein and seeing parts of that story being told through a modern lens. I'm, I'm stoked. I am in, I'm in for the game and I am ready. Um, 
pretty soon I think I'm going to be giving you guys a list of movies I think you should watch this October as well. Not just a review, but actually listing out horror films that I believe need to be watched, especially if they're gems that are old and forgotten. Um, So keep an eye out for that. Those are going to be my October viewings, and I think they should be part of yours too. Um, Yeah, thanks for coming and listening to me rant. And as always, I love you guys. Thank you for listening, and I hope to talk to you guys all again very soon. Bye.